Welcome to Canucks After Dark. Here are your hosts, Parker Hallowell and Clay Emo. Good evening, Vancouver, and welcome to episode one of season two of Canucks After Dark, kicking off the 2021-22 NHL campaign with a fun episode tonight, as always, joined by my co-host, Canuck Clay. How are you doing this week? I am great, Parker. I'm just looking at how spiffy you look, how spiffy I look, as always, and I'm thinking, like, are we going out for dinner later? Are we hitting the club, the casino? What are we doing? (laughs) Absolutely. You know, this is uh it's, it's a long, it's an early night. It's Monday. You know, you got to start the week off. Right. Um, yes. This is early for you. I'm sure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, we've got a fun show for you tonight to kick off this week. We lasted an episode on Wednesday. So just five days ago, and we expected to not have a ton to talk about tonight. So we decided to make this our official season predictions episode to start off this season and it's not just for us to make our predictions and make our wager against each other we will also be having you guys joining in on the predictions as well it's already linked in the description if you want to go in and submit your predictions as we go along and uh, it'll be a fun time winner will get something at the end of the season we haven't decided on it maybe like a team store gift card or something something like that we'll figure it out as we go Uh, but we are going to have a lot of fun with that we're going to go over a couple of topics earlier on and then get to that later in the show. Clay, anything you want to want to start off with? Anything interesting going on this week? Uh, well, actually, if we're looking for Canucks news and actual Canucks players on the ice formally, I think we can start with the rookie camp starting this Friday. I'm not sure if you saw the rosters, uh, Parker. It's like Podkolzin and a bunch of little boys. No, I shouldn't say that. Like, there's, well, they there's... did have. I think they had Tristan Nielsen listed as six foot ten. <laughs> On the scouting report by accident, so I don't know if I don't know if little is the yeah, correct six ten one ninety right. That would yes, be something that, to see. <laughs> that is a thin man. <laughs> so yes, I, I guess that's either six one or five ten, right? It's got to be one of. The... I think five ten is what okay, they meant. Five ten, yes. Big difference. Big difference. Yes. Yeah. So um, not even a full camp. It's only one day, as as you have on the banner. It's it's on Friday, not starts Friday. It's on Friday, and I believe I saw one goalie. Um, See loves. I saw three D men and maybe maybe seven or eight forwards. So they're certainly not going to scrimmage eight. with only one goalie. Yeah, yeah, eight forwards. So eleven play, uh, twelve players at this camp. Yeah, and a couple of names to watch, right? Uh, and if you start in the back end, guys like Archer Seelovs, who, yeah, uh, you know, a, a late draft pick in twenty nineteen, but has sort of shown that he might have some maybe backup upside at some point in his future. Um, you have guys like Jet Wu on defense, who uh, was a fun name back in 2018 and uh, <laughs> and played in Calgary, I believe. Uh, and then a few names up front as well. Guys like Daniela Klimovich, who will definitely be a name to watch, especially with his NHL aspirations this season, although it looks more likely that he'll go to the queue. And mm-hmm. guys, of course, like Vasily Podkolzin, 10th overall in 2019, who's going to be the marquee name in this Friday session. Yeah, a couple of things that stood out to me too, Parker. I didn't know Seelaws was six foot four. Did you? Like that surprised me. I think that's just general goalies nowadays. I think that's you know, I don't think they're drafting anyone other than, of course, Mikey DiPietro. That is, you know, (laughs) shorter than like six three. That's true. That's true. And remind me, remind me of the curious case of Ethan Keppen because he we drafted him, right? But they're showing him as AHL contract as opposed to we drafted him. Is that because he's old? Yeah, so if I if I remember correctly, uh, they did not re-sign him, or they didn't sign him to a qualifying offer um, uh, after his uh, after his entry rights were up. Uh, they didn't qualify him, so he was technically a free agent, and then they brought him back just on an AHL contract. Uh, so he'll at least get to play in the system this year. But in theory, I think he could be signed by an NHL team uh, okay. if they so desired. That okay, that makes a lot more sense. Thank you, because I'm just looking about to see when he was drafted. Drafted way back in, oh, no, 2019. Yeah, but you're right. Mm-hmm. I remember the, the story that they did not sign him. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. So do you expect, like, one day, and this is basically a week before, six days before the main camp, where probably Podkolzin is the only one that's going to advance. Unless, are they going to bring guys like Klimovich and, and others? I, I think uh, Klimovich will be at camp, I think is what mm-hmm. they had said. Uh, I'm sure a couple of these guys will be as well, because I don't think they're going to have much else to do. Uh, and I mean, of course they do like to have extra, extra bodies at camp, right? Uh, you know, so they can run scrimmages and things like this. So I'd expect most people here to, 
uh, to be there, especially with the AHL team in Abbotsford now, right? I mean, the training camp is going to be in Abbotsford, so it's not like there's going to be ex- any extra travel, right? You're not having to ship guys back and forth um, between Utica and here if they want to get started <laughs> on their AHL camp. So I wouldn't be surprised to see almost everyone on this list at least make an appearance in camp, if not just as uh, as an extra body. Actually, you make a great point, Parker. It's not so much uh, there's only going to be one or two guys and the other eight or nine don't come. It's probably the other way around. Probably eight or nine or ten of these guys will come. Maybe mm-hmm. one or two will drop off. Yeah, You're right. That's a good point because, yeah, they want to make a good impression and battle for a spot in Abbotsford. So over under one and a half on who plays an NHL game on this roster uh, this year. This season? One and a half. I'm I gotta go with under. I think it's just Pod Colson. Pod Colson. You don't think Klimovich gets a game, you don't think someone uh, else gets moved up, you know, maybe like Carson Falk does a fourth liner for one game if there's a bunch of injuries. This doesn't count in our this is like our warm-up, right? Kinda. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll stick with my under. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's the safe choice. I, I think yeah. a lot of things would have to go really wrong or really right like if jet woo somehow came out and was amazing although he's got a lot of bodies in front of him and it's kind of the case with all of these guys right uh, if we're just looking at this here the canucks went and signed out a lot of depth right a lot of fourth line third pair fourth pair caliber guys that can mm. fill in at a moment's notice you know the guys like brad hunt uh, luke shen people of that yeah. nature uh where you know these guys aren't really going to get a shot this year um but you know, guys to watch down the line, even though most of their NHL upside might be quite limited. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I think for anyone, you make a good point about Abbotsford being in our backyard now as opposed to Utica, because I, I think there's just going to be naturally an uptick in interest in a lot of our prospects. I was just looking at this list. I think it's a lot smaller too, because um, I, I saw Jeff Patterson and others tweet about, I guess some guys are, are already with their NCAA teams, right? Um, and others... Uh, there's overseas so yeah uh, a lot smaller remember the gone are the days of the young stars classic and and things where we would see or a summer showcase or whatever where we'd see actual scrimmages between and, and drills with more than 11 guys on the ice yeah hopefully we can get back to to some things like that those are always fun tournaments even if they yes. didn't mean anything yeah. uh especially when the canucks did have a, a few good rookies in the pipeline we saw you know some really fun matchups and maybe just some glimpses of the future yeah, uh, I do. Division rivals. I do remember a summer showcase I saw at Rogers Arena where I saw Quinn Hughes skate for the first time, man, and it was crazy. I just grabbed my phone, took twenty seconds of video, and posted it, and it went uh, pretty big. Not because of me, but because people were so excited about yeah, how Hughes just whooped whoever he was skating against. Like <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Even back then, you saw it. So yeah, pretty exciting. Yeah. Especially against you know the rookies that a bunch of rookies that probably aren't going to make the NHL. That's that would be great to watch. You know. It, it is a chance, right? I mean, you know, we're probably going to get a bit of footage from this rookie camp. We're not going to get, you know, maybe like a short little three on three scrimmage or something, but yeah. it will be a good look, right? We haven't really seen pod Colson against people that are way worse than him lately. Right. We've just seen him in the yeah. KHL where he's, you know, been sort of a fourth liner, uh, but putting him out there, you know, if you put him out there against a, a Carl plastic and a Victor person, you know, you want to, this is our first glimpse to hopefully see him be a standout in this camp at the very least. Yes. Completely off topic. But every time I hear the name Carl plastic, do you ever see uh, the, the movie, the naked gun? I have Leslie not. Nielsen. Okay. No. Okay. Well, I, I won't bore you with the details. Anyone who's seen naked gun though, you know where I'm going with this. The basically the opera singer who was supposed to sing, but Leslie Nielsen turns out to, to sing for him. His name was, uh, I think it's something Palacio, Victor Palacio or something like that. Enrico Palacio. So every time, for, it's not even close, but every time I hear <laughs> Carl Plastic, I think of Enrico Plastio and the Naked Gun. Okay, that was completely useless. Sorry for the time. You're not going to get back. No worries. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Do we want to, anything else on the rookie camp you want to touch on? No, but uh, no, rookie camp, good. I want to give a shout out. We appreciate everyone that's in here already. The audience is growing tonight. But one person who I, I, hasn't commented before, um, can you put that up? The botch guy says, I'm a lurker for a while now. I listen back to these podcasts every single week. Good. Uh, it's a word I don't say, but uh, good stuff, guys. And uh, botch guy, you might not know this, Parker, but this guy has a massive YouTube channel because he talks about wrestling and mistakes in wrestling, which are called mm. botches. And that's his name. So oh, interesting. I, botch guy, I watch your stuff too. And uh, I try not to spoil, you know, my, my viewing experience before, uh, before I watch on TV. But yes, glad to see botch guy here along with everyone that's here. So mm. thank you. 
all you people who do leave comments and those of you who do lurk, uh, we do really <laughs> appreciate having you guys here. I don't blame the lurkers. Sometimes you just want to be low key. Exactly. Um, all right. Do we want to go to our marquee topic, the big signing in the Pacific Division? Yeah, you lead this with this one. The Calgary Flames making insane moves, trying to compete for a Stanley Cup and picking up Eric Goodbranson, wow. the best defenseman in Canucks history. Uh, Goody, uh, the most one of the most handsome men in Canucks history, at least we can say. Uh, but he is joining the Calgary Flames, and it's not like a it's not like a, a vet minimum deal. I think it's almost two million dollars for the one year or something like that. It's like one point nine. Um, but he is going to be back in the division. We get to see guys like Elias Pettersson face off one-on-one against Eric and Branson, which is always, always a fun time. Yes. Um, if I heard there's a rumor that maybe this might be part of a bigger deal or whatever, cause it seems like a, a bit of an odd signing, but if he sticks with the team and it's playing on that third pairing right side, uh, yeah, I'd love to see whoever our left, uh, our left wing or our, our center is going up. I, I love to see JT Miller. Uh, go around Eric Branson and and then swear at him as he does so. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's kind of an interesting interesting pickup. And I think they also picked up Michael Stone at the same time. Yes. Um, but it's uh I mean, I don't know where he even really fits. You know, is he is he a depth guy? I mean, you don't really want to spend 2 million dollars on on a 7th D-man, but you know, they do have uh, I'm just sort of looking at daily faceoff right now mm-hmm. and not like they have the best defense core in the league, but they're sort of adding mediocrity to it. They got already guys, um, you know, good Branson plays on the right side, right? Yes. So he's, yes. He, so yeah. he's got Chris Tanev, Rasmus Anderson, and Oliver Shillington ahead of him uh, on the okay. right side. Shillington may be yeah. a little iffy he, there, but, right. you know, still uh, not guaranteed that he'll have that spot coming out of camp. Yeah. Uh, do you think... Do you think he he um he's on the Calgary Flames roster when the season starts? Because I did see, like I mentioned, some people are saying that uh, this might be part of a, something else in the works. But what are you going to trade him for? I guess. <laughs> yeah, other teams could have just picked him up, signed him for that same contract, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think he will have a spot, if not as a seventh D. But you know, maybe they do want a bit more of a veteran presence uh, out there, um, which I mean, it's all good for us if they decide to put worse players on the ice. So you said two years at 1.9 or one year uh, at 1.9? One, just one year at just under 2 million. Just under two. We're in, and then we were thinking about Pullman for t- four years at two and a half. Uh, yeah. I'd rather have Pullman because I Me think he'll, he can at least have a positive impact on the ice and paying an extra 500K. You know, if you take the, the years out of it, there's more risk. Uh, but pay an extra 500K for an NHL player, that's uh, probably worth it. And by the way, I'm just thinking, uh, botch guy, I didn't give him enough uh, proper, uh, I guess, not credit. I didn't properly explain his channel. Apparently, it's less about, uh, it's more, it's a comedy channel with Mm. some parodies on there. And he says, what's interesting, Parker and I have ever similar opinions on multiple Canucks topics. It's pretty great. So two smart guys in here, at least. And one of them is not me. Yeah, it's not that, it's not that we're... Uh, we're biased. We're just very intelligent, clearly, and that's that's why we have the same opinions. It's uh, it's it's math. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, the good Branson topic, of course, not the most uh, exciting, mm-hmm. um, and that we don't have a lot else to talk about. Uh, so, shall we get into the big fun part of the yeah. show tonight? I All right, think we should. We have devised a fun prop bet type of idea for the season for where basically I've got a list. I don't know how many questions it is. I'm going to guess around 30, uh, but it's a lot of questions where uh, you go in, you make your prediction and I'll sort of run through it right now for you guys. And I'll see if I can even, if I just do this and I do this and I do this and then I do this and I hit that button, we can share it. Oh, so basically I put together a, a form where you can go in and you can enter uh, this contest for whatever prize we decide later in the season. Um, basically the way it works is there's a lot of questions. I can scroll down here. Things like total points for the Canucks this year, um, goal differential, uh, and then things like player points uh, and things like that. Uh, if you get a correct answer, you get 10 points. If you get a wrong answer, you get zero, unless it's something like, 
uh, you know, how many points a player will get, like Elias Pettersson's total points. You get 10 points for a right answer. You lose one point for every one off you are. We'll tabulate it all at the end of the season. And the winner out of all of you guys will get a prize. And you have until opening night of the season to enter. So what Clay and I are going to do is we are going to go through all of these questions throughout the next little while. You guys can leave your predictions in the chat. I recommend you click the link at the top of the description and follow yeah. along if you want to join in. If you're on mobile, you can do it afterwards, of course. Uh, and the winner will be rewarded. So I'm going to stop sharing this, or I can at least just do this. Uh, and and oh, yep. No, you, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say we can get into some questions. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask Clay the question. Uh, he is going to answer. We'll rotate who answers uh, and we'll sure. have our predictions in. Uh, Clay, do you want to open the form on your end so you can submit your answers as we go? Yes. Yeah, so a couple caveats first, uh, not excuses. I think this is going to make it more fun. I have not seen these questions yet. As much as Park and I, we do plan our shows, believe it or not, and we, we talk throughout the week, always DMing and texting. But he intentionally... And I intentionally didn't want to see these questions first. So I'm flying blind and Parker to his credit. And I trust him. He said, after he made the spreadsheet, aside from some formatting, it's not like he's been studying his, his answers either. So I, I put this together about a month ago and yeah. I have not looked at it since, uh, except Beautiful. today I added a couple of questions, but I haven't Beautiful. like thought about them at all. So, so just before we start, as we build up the anticipation, because we never want to miss, don't do that, but we don't want to break up our, our, you know, our predictions because we're going to be rolling and we're going to be excited. We'll do one minute of don't do that, like right now. So put it right in the chat. We'll read out two or three don't do that, and then we will go uninterrupted with our prediction game for the next half an hour or so. So is there, are there any don't do that right now? And then at the very end, if we have time, Parker, I guess we could do some Q&A, but depending on how long the predictions take, right? Absolutely. I'm sure we'll have a few minutes at the end. I don't think this will take the full 45. Uh, and we can ask those questions. Do you want to do that first one? <laughs> From Agam? Yeah. Uh, blocking hospitals. Don't do that. I agree. People need medical care. Yes. Not subscribing to Canucks After Dark. Certainly don't do that. We would love to see that number grow both on the podcast side, of course, and of course on the YouTube side. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Agam again, signing Eric Goodbranson. Don't do that. I like that. That is, and, a, uh, that yes. is a good one. And underrate how good Rathbone is going to be this year. Don't do that. Yes, I have high hopes that he beats out Yolevian Hunt, but we will see. There's a lot of different factors, as we've talked about before. Yeah, Rathbone's definitely going to be exciting to watch. And there is a Rathbone question in okay. the... Uh, it's it's just total points, but still. All right, um, two more. Put Pearson right. on the second line instead of Hoaglander. Don't do that. And I don't you know think what? that'll happen. I think they're uh, I think they're excited about Hoaglander just as much as we are. Yeah. Imagine if Pearson and Hoglander, they keep them together though, right? Because they just swap the center out, swap Horvat out, put Dickinson in there, and you got Garland and Pod Coles in on the second line. I'd, I'd have time for that. Definitely plausible. Uh, yep. Do you want to pick one more? Sure. <laughs> Justin, running out of time for PD News contracts, but showing interest in Tyler Ennis. Don't do that. Yeah. PTO maybe for Ennis, but uh, I, I don't I think we're worried that. about I don't think, I mean, we've seen Jim Benning sign 28 contracts in a day. So I think the running out of time excuse is. Uh, doesn't have much weight anymore for him right um, all right man i'm ready i'm ready all right here we go i'm gonna do them at the same time i'm gonna fill up my form uh you can either fill it yours or we can just use the vod after to to fill it okay. out manually uh the first question we're gonna start out with a handful of overall team related questions i want to know how you think the season is gonna go actually don't pull up the form because i want to okay. ask you them with you seeing them for the first time Okay. Uh, and then I'll fill it out after. You can fill it out after with a VOD. Sure. Uh, the first question is a very simple one. How many points will the Vancouver Canucks get in the standings this season? I predicted you would ask me this, and I even wrote down 44, 31, and 7. So I'm going with a 95-point season. 95. Wow. Pessimism from Mr. Positive Canuck Clay. Uh, I'm going to go a little on the higher side uh, just because uh, it'll make – me root for wins yes uh, i'm gonna go with 98 will be nice. my choice but i would love 100 uh, yeah or me more. too yeah uh all right oh wow 101 I, I love seeing this i love seeing what people are talking about in the chat mm -hmm. yeah coach rob going a little optimistic with the 101 we got agam saying 95 as well agam's very smart yeah <laughs> i knew you'd say that uh <laughs> Gannon, very optimistic Whoa. with the 105 doable I love doable. it i love it 50 wins or so victor says 100 
Fangirl going a little on the low side with a 90 and time for hockey with an yeah. 89. Let's move on to the next question. Okay. You said the Canucks will have 95 points. Will the Canucks make the playoffs? Oh, absolutely. That's a yes. All right. I will say yes as well. Yes. Uh, next one's a little more fun. The Vancouver Canucks play against the Seattle Kraken four times this season. How many of those games will the Vancouver Canucks win? I will start and I will go with a nice three out of four. Uh, it doesn't make for good uh, radio, or but I'm going to have to agree with you. They're not going to sweep, but there's no way they're going to go 500 or less. I'm with you. All right. Three out of four for both of us. Yep. Now a little bit more of House of Negativity questions. Um, is Travis Green still a Vancouver Canuck on May 1st, 2022? So the question isn't, is he yet fired? It's Well, is the question he still... is, will he get fired? But we can switch it. Yeah. Oh, I see. So the question is, <laughs> is he fired okay, so before no... May 1st? And the season ends, I think their last game is April 29th. So it gives them no. a one-day buffer. No, Travis Green will not get fired. Yes, he will still be here. I agree. Same question, Jim Benning. No, they're going to win. So no, Jim Benning will not get fired. Yes, he will still I, be here. I have to agree here. And I, it's really, th this question, again, sort of hinges on your first two answers, right? If you think the Canucks totally. are going to put up 88 points this season, then you're probably <laughs> answering yes for at least one of those. Uh, so we're both thinking that the management and coaching staff will likely stay intact. I'll let you go first the next few. I get so excited. I like jump in there. No, so. this is fun. Uh, the next question, this one might require a little bit of math. Oh, great. I want the, I want you to tell me what the Vancouver Canucks goal differential will be this season. So goals for yeah. minus minus goals against. Okay. Give me, everyone can put their answer in the chat. Remember there's 82 games. If you put 82, that means you're saying the Canucks win by one, an average of one every game. Uh, I'm going to go with two points. Yeah, how they did last year. For some context, the Canucks were a minus, oh, that's, uh, uh, they were a minus, oh, I have to do math, minus 39 last season in 56 games. That's not good. No. That is not good. Okay. I'm going to go with seven. Just seven. I think they're going to be, pretty Wait. close to 500 uh, yeah. and i i think they they might have some bad games where they lose a little more than they win um that's true and, like by bigger margins and i think they're gonna squeak out some ot wins and i'm gonna go with seven just seven okay i i like that that's a that's a gutsy pick considering you have 90 them at 99 points would presume like a record like a 98 like a 45 this might not be a good pick i i'm kind of <laughs> hedging my bets a little bit here true okay I'm going to go a little bit more optimistic. I, uh, you know, I, I put, I wrote down 254 goals based on 3.1 and 242 on 2.9 again. So I'm going to say a nice round 10. The Canucks will have a plus uh, goal differential of, of 10. Both of us going pretty low here. We have some, yeah. some people are a little more optimistic. Coach Rob saying 25 Rome with plus 30. Chris. Chris DeMarco <laughs> saying 123. That would be, one and a half goals per game more than they allow. That would be impressive. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Your next question. What will the Canucks longest winning streak be? How many games? Oh, I like this one. I like this one. I think they're going to get real hot at some point and they're going to go on a, well, I'll say they go on a six game tear. Okay. I'm going to split that. Yeah. I'm going to, Man, I'm supposed to be the optimistic one, but uh, that's 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 a lot of wins. Six is a lot. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, but I'll say five. Five. I'll say five. Same question it. on the other side. What will their longest losing streak be? Okay, I'll answer this one first. Uh, I also say five. <laughs> five. I went with yeah. four on this one. Okay. Um, okay. But again, I uh, it could go either way. Uh, mm -hmm. I now realize that I have Canucks total points listed here twice. Uh, so I will be removing that one. Uh, yeah, delete this. Yeah. Delete the second I'll one. Delete the yeah. second one. Um, all right. That's it for the team related questions. Now we're going to get into the player ones. Most of these are going to be total points by a player, but we're going to start off with a couple of fun ones, a couple more topical relevant ones to right now. The first uh -oh. one, Quinn Hughes. I want the total contract value in millions of dollars years times aav 
So you're betting on money per year and term at this point. So this is this is a hard one. <laughs> Parker, if, if we, we get, if, if we are get, doing this, <laughs> this is good. This is really good. If you get bridge or long term wrong, you're going to get zero points yeah. on these questions. Yeah, this is this could be a make or breaker. If we did this last week, I would have been so confident in my answer because as we talked about it every week, I did a, a vlog about it. But I just have this feeling that PD is going to sign a bigger contract. I won't give my number yet. That's going to force Quinn to take a short term and not a long term. So wait, 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 wait. I'm doing whatever you're not. That's my that's my decision. Okay, then. Oh, man. I'm going to go. Oh, this is crazy. All right. I'm going 64. Nice and even. You're going you, 64. Yeah. I'm going to go 60. Uh, I am okay. going to go with long term as well. I'm going to say seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, instead of the eight at eight years, though. But if it's like a six year deal, yeah. neither of us are going to be get any points on this one. <laughs> and three year, we're in trouble. So actually, that's a really this is I love these questions, Parker. These are well thought out because they can actually lead to one or two minutes of discussion as well. Are you that means your Hughes's people then would be signing for a, a million dollars less a year than Heiskanen? You, you think that could happen? I think it could. It's also yeah. kind of a hedge between seven and eight years. True. Um, so I'm kind of covering oh, that's my right. bases a little bit because I think 64 would be the high end. Yeah. So I'm sort of I'm trying to get some points here, uh, which oh, might not point. be great for me in the long run. Um, might be overthinking but, it. But eight and a half times seven also works for you, right? Or close. Yeah. Like, be, sorry, seven right. years at, yeah. That'd be right. Okay. Something like that. It'd be like eight I, point. Yeah, six or something. Eight point. Great yeah. question. I like that one. I like Same that question, one. Elias Patterson. Well, you go first in this one. Then. All right, uh, I'm gonna go short. I'm gonna go three year. Uh, yeah. Is gonna be my guess. Now again, if he does go long term, or if he does that one year that was kind of rumored at one point, that would kill it. I'm gonna go three at. I'm gonna. You know, we're probably around. I'm, I'm gonna go a little on the high end ish. I'm gonna go twenty five. Oh, so. When, how do we judge or score these ones where it's millions of dollars? Like, if so we're rounding uh to the nearest million, okay. Uh, and then it's um, so if it was 24.5, it would go yeah. up to 25, and then again, it's 10 points if you're right, and then minus right. one for each million you're off, okay. So I only shade you by a, a point here, like I can only lose, so I'll go 24 million. 24, all yeah. right. I like even numbers three times eight, eight times eight, yeah. I was yeah. thinking eight and a little, um, okay. you know, 8.25, maybe something like that. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. That's sort of the, those are, that's kind of the, the fun ones for a while. The most of the, most of the rest are just going to be easy stat tracking throughout the season. It's going to be mainly just total points predictions. At, for, at first I had put some like total goals for some players, yeah. uh, things like that. But I figured it's just going to be easier if we do points, easier to keep track of. Uh, and we're going to start from the top down. We're going to start with Elias Pedersen. How many points? Does Elias Pettersson get this year? Now you have to keep in mind, you know, we're hoping he's going to play 82 games, but some of these players won't, um, you know, some players will regress. Some players will excel. Uh, where do you think Elias Pettersson is going to land? We've got some early predictions with 87 from coach Rob, a hundred from Chris, who has been very optimistic so far. All right. I'll go first on this one and then we'll alternate. So you can not make fun of me. Actually, uh, Noah is said exactly what I was going to say. I say 80. I think he's going to be a point per game player, I but I don't think he's going to play every single game. So I'm going with 80. I think that's a really safe bet. I, I, I'm i seeing him maybe a little above a point per game. But again, mm -hmm. you know, playing every game is, you know, not very likely for most players. Sure. Um, I go a little higher. I'm going to go 83. Okay. For I like season. it. I like uh, it. Brock Besser. I'll start this one. I'm thinking. I'm thinking something like 35 goals for Brock Besser. I'm thinking pretty pretty highly of him, uh, especially since we saw that wrist looking pretty good last year. Um, and you know, you're still playing with Elias uh, Elias Patterson and JT Miller, and it's a, it's one of those scenarios now where we saw the lines get shaken up a little bit, and we had him playing with guys like Tanner Pearson last year. Where now, if the lines get shaken up, you know, he might have a little bit higher end skill with like a Horvat Hoaglander. Uh, instead of Pearson. So I'm going to, I'm going to think something like 72 points 
is oh my just Jester. just so people don't know that I'm cheating i so are you can't what am i doing you can't even see this <laughs> <laughs> you also went unless 72 I, unless i turn out all my lights uh whatever <laughs> I, I wrote down 71 i wrote down 71, 71. you're yeah, agreeing with yeah. noah on this one well again uh, noah <laughs> and by the way there's a speaking of uh youtubers with significant followings geo lego rocks has entered the room he's entered the chat yeah yeah so geo nice thanks for that. being here thanks to everyone for being here geo thanks for being here and he dropped yeah the 79 for pd so very close to both of our guests absolutely well. all right let's go to the second line center right now uh we're gonna go to bo horvat how many mm. points will horvat get this year playing second line minutes looks like with guys like niels hoaglander maybe Vasily Pod Colson, maybe Connor Garland, probably Connor Garland. Um, what are you thinking? You know, is he going to have a bit of a, a bit of a resurgence this year? Getting a guy like Connor Garland on that second unit. Horvat's career high was so. If if my lights weren't so bright, you could and you could actually see it. I have some <laughs> stats here. <laughs> it's just a big piece of light. Uh, his career high was sixty-one points. I think Garland results in a you know two or three point bump and. You gotta love how consistent. I'm not worried about jinxing him. Horvat has not missed. Uh, it's it's so crazy. So I, he's gonna play close to 82 games. I'm going with 64. 64. Interesting. Um, oh, yeah. I don't have the math in front of me. He had 39 points in 56 games last year. Yep. So probably around that pace. Um, yep. I'm gonna go. That's yeah, that's really good for a second line center. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go a little on the lower side. And I'm gonna go 60. Okay, but I'd like him to get more, <laughs> of course. And look, look, look at that! Everyone guessing in the sixties for for Bo. So I think we're all in the right. 63, yeah. 65, 60, 66, 67, Bo sixty five. Everyone's in that uh, sixty range, and I'm on the low end yeah. at sixty. Now let's go back to the lotto line. Finish that one out. J T Miller, um, who, with all of the swings we've had from J T Miller. <laughs> The one thing that hasn't swung is point production, right? Mm -hmm. Like we looked at JT Miller last year as sort of having a kind of down year, like at times and, and, you know, having uh, some, some anger come up. He still had 46 points in 53 games, guys, <laughs> right? Like he, <laughs> he, it, he still produces no matter what. Uh, so I'm going to go a little on the higher end. Uh, we had, I had Pedersen at 83, Besser at 72. I think he comes in right at 68 next season holy we are very similar i wrote down i i wanted best i wanted Besser. who cares what i want i think Besser's gonna be the second highest score i think miller's gonna be right there with him so i gave Besser 71 i gave miller 70 70 all right yeah. i like it we've got yeah. a big swing yeah on, on miller in the chat we've got time for hockey going with 75 noah with yeah. 75 rome with 85 then the other end we've got coach, coach rob with 50 We've got Shannon with 55. Uh, we've got a 69 from Chris. And yeah, Chris is 66. Chris has guessed that number like for every player. I, I think you he'll notice. get it right eventually. <laughs> uh, and Victor with a 65. I like the predictions, guys. And we have about 65 people in here. So thank you guys Ooh. for joining tonight, uh, having uh, a good time. And again, if you guys joined before or after we started this, uh, right at the top of the description, you can fill out your predictions as well, and we'll hold a little contest. Uh, whoever has the most points at the end of the season will yeah, win if you, a prize. Yeah, if you kick both of our butts, Parker's butt and my butt, then maybe you guys are the ones that should be hosting the show, not us. Yeah, so you guys can hold a mutiny and, and take over. Um, <laughs> uh, next up, a couple of newcomers, and we're going to start with the newcomer from the Arizona Coyotes on the second line, most likely, Connor Garland. Someone we're both very excited about, very mm. high on, 82-game season. In theory, what do you have Connor Garland doing? Do you remember, Parker, I told you, you, you know, it's going to be something when I start with the story. Do you remember when I told you there's a, a guy, a new guy on my channel who was insistent that Garland and Horvat were going to get 70 points each on the second line? And I kind of said, as, as you and I have talked about, that's a lot. That's a stretch a even for your whole first line to get 70 points, let alone your second line. Yeah. Having said that, I don't think Garland's going to get there, but I do think he's going to be very close to Horvat's number, even outpointing him by one. So I got Garland at 65. 
65. So if we take a look at Connor Garland last year, really good production, 39 points in 49 games. The year before that, though, 39 points in 68 games. So mm. you have to sort of think, was this a one-off? You know, might he regress a little bit back to that? Yeah. I don't think so. I am going with 62 points for Connor nice. Garland. Um, and you know, we got Lego going up here with oh, we got Geo with 51, Charms with 59. We got a 60 from Victor, 70 from Rome on the mm. high end. Uh, and then again, some lower people. We got a 40 and a 44 from Shannon Coach Rob. Uh, Edmund going really low with a 30 here, uh, which seems a little crazy. You know, he's only been below 30 once in his three year career, <laughs> and he only played 47 games that season. Uh, so definitely a lot of swing. And this is where you guys will make up your points, right? Everyone's mm. going to have Patterson, Besser and Horvat and Miller sort of in that higher end. But as we get lower down the lineup, there's going to be a lot of fluctuation, uh, which will be really interesting to see. Maybe what we'll do um, after we get some of these predictions coming in, if you guys are filling them out, I can't see how many are done yet. But as we get towards the end of the show, maybe I'll just grab all the columns and do an average and see what people are thinking. Uh, and compare those to our results. That, or maybe that would be great filler for next week if there's still nothing to talk about. <laughs> maybe, maybe. You know what's um, interesting, Parker? Our our numbers are very close, which which makes sense because you know we've gotten to know each other for the past half a year, and we have similar uh, thoughts on the t- on the team for sure. But when you look at the five guys that we've talked about so far, PD, Bo, Miller, Besser, and Garland, we <laughs> we both have all of them doing 60 points or more, which is very optimistic, very rare for the team, but maybe we're both expecting a huge offensive year for the team. And I, I think I am. I, I think, you know, if we look at what happened this last off season, the, the forwards got better and the defense got a little scary. Uh, it was sort of what I've always said, right? Um, yeah. I think the defense yeah. and the goaltending got short up a little bit nicely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, the depth that's been added to this top six makes a big difference, right? Mm-hmm. We're no longer talking about if a guy like JT Miller goes down, you know, we're not putting Tanner Pearson onto that first line anymore. Now it's Connor Garland uh, or Niels Hoaglander. So I, I think the little bit of extra depth in the top nine, you know, if there is an injury, there's less of a drop in production uh, and there's just going to be I, hopefully more offense going around. And I think that also goes onto the power play too, right? having yep. more power play options, more chances to switch things up if it's not working should lead to a more productive power play, uh, which should, again, bring everyone's numbers up a little bit. And if the Canucks are scoring a lot and putting teams behind, then those teams are going to have to take more risks to catch up, right? And then it opens the game up and maybe the Canucks score even more. So I, I, I get it. I get why we're both optimistic. I get why we're this is probably the best top nine that Travis Green has had for sure, right? In his five mm-hmm. years. So... We'll see. Or maybe we're, we'll see when we do our bottom six, how the numbers just go. <laughs> yeah, we could be wrong on everything too, right? The, the tables could turn early in the season, but hopefully not. Yeah. Uh, let's go to another newcomer. This is a this is one that we could see a lot of fluctuation in guesses on, and that is Vasily Podkolzin. <laughs> um, we could, I could see some people predicting in the 20s. I could see some people predicting in the 40s or 50s. Let's hear what you guys have to say. I'm a little bit on the low end, and that's because I don't want people to get too highly, like super high expectations on him. He's still a rookie coming in from Russia. He's likely going to be playing third line minutes at best, if not fourth line, probably third line, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to go with 32 for Pod Colson. So this is our first bit of divergence because I, I have a feeling that he is going to win the second line uh, spot um, out of camp. I just have a feeling. So I'm just not crazy. Oh, okay. Now I feel bad because everyone else I'm going with Rome. I'm going 40 for Pakolzin. It's a lot higher than that. Justin and, and Gio and Lucas and others are saying Marcus, but yeah, I'm going with 40. Yeah. And we also have Edmund at 25. We have a mm-hmm. 30. Like you said, a 40, no with 41. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Rob saying 58, thinking maybe he does get that second line spot, maybe some power <laughs> play time and, and run away with it. Marcus says caller finalist minimums. Yeah, this is where we're definitely going to see a lot of fluctuation here. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, if he gets, you know, like you said, if he gets 43 points, you're getting a bunch of points. I'm getting none. Uh, so <laughs> that will be an interesting thing to watch for the season. And I hope I'm not rooting for him to not score. 
Um, but, uh, you know, it'll be one of those things where he scores and I'm like, it's like when you watch, you know, fantasy football and you maybe, you know, if you're a Seahawks fan like I am and they're mm-hmm. playing against a team, but that team has one of your fantasy guys on, you're kind of, you're kind of conflicted. Um, yeah. so it's either a win-win be- or it's lose-lose right in those situations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Speaking of fantasy football, um, uh, did you watch that? Do you have the game on tonight? I did. <laughs> yeah. My son, wild. Sean, was up by two points and won by one point because that guy uh, for... Didn't reach uh, in? Uh, he didn't catch it. Adams? The oh, guy didn't, yeah. He down. dropped up. Yeah. Crazy, right. crazy. Crazy. Um, let's go on to some staples from the lineup last year. Let's go on to Tanner Pearson on a fresh new contract. What do you think Tanner Pearson will be putting up this season? Oh, likely on the third line with uh, with Dickinson, um, maybe. Well, I mean, according to your predictions, maybe Hoaglander on the third line. If you're thinking, yeah, Golden steals that second line spot. Uh, what do you think goes on there? I'm giving them a, a Henrik 33, 33 for Tanner Pearson. I'm a little lower than that. I'm going to go 28. OK, um, but, you know, we I, everyone else is higher than me in the chat. We got a 30. <laughs> we got a 40, 30, 44, 29. Um, but I think everyone's sort of around the 30 ish point mark time for hockey saying 40. Yep. Um, so yeah, we'll see, uh, how Tanner Pearson does. It's funny. He's not on my spreadsheet. I forgot to put him on. <laughs> so I just <laughs> <made> that. <laughs> That's how much he's fallen. No, no. Uh, I, Jason Dickinson's a little lower, so we're going to, we're going to, I, I, these aren't really in an order. They're kind of in the yeah. order that I initially thought of them uh, a month ago. Uh, next on our list is the man everyone loves Tyler Mott. Um, Tyler Mott. What did Tyler Mott do last year? He had just nine points, but only played 24 games last season. So he was on about a 30 point pace or so. What do you think Tyler Mott gets done this year? So here's the problem with Mott. Last year, he played 24 out of the 56. The year before, he played exactly half, 34 out of the 69. And then the year before that, he did play 74 of the 82. There's rumors that he's not going to start the season. Man. Yeah, 0.25, points per game. Does he play all 82? You can tell I'm stalling. Hmm. Uh, 60 games times 0.3. Okay, give him 21 points. 21. So you're saying yeah. plays about 60 games at that current point pace. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's a, you know, he hasn't been healthy, right? We yeah. haven't seen, you know, has Tyler Mott, Tyler Mott's most games played in a season is 74 back uh, just two years ago. Yeah, in that season, you only had 16 points. Um, I am going, (laughs) I'm going a little low here. I'm going, I'm, I, 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 you know, betting on Tyler Mott to be healthy isn't a smart bet. Again, I'm not hoping for him to get injured, obviously. Uh, I'm going 13. Okay, Tyler Mott, uh, just because it feels kind of safe. Um, you know, uh, if he does stay healthy all year, you know, maybe he puts up 20, I'll still get a couple of points there. Yeah, um, but I'm going to go a bit on the lower end. Okay, I think you're uh, right. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of lower end, um, this man played 43 games last season and was re-signed at a nice, much more contract, uh, much more friendly contract for the team. Brandon Sutter had 120 12 points, 12, 120 points. Lock it in. He said it. Uh, 12 points in 43 games last season. Nine of those being goals. With yes. that one hat trick that he had kind of early on in the season. Um, what do you think Brandon Sutter's putting up as that 4C? Yeah, your turn to go first. Right, you are right. Um, so 82 games. Let's say he plays about 65. Uh, I'm going, I'm going 14 for Brandon Sutter, keeping mm. it low. Cause I, I think it? that nine goals was an anomaly. <laughs> yeah. He did have that random hat trick. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you take that one game out and we're, you know, we're talking nine points in 42 games, uh, yeah. which is a little lower. It's crazy though. Like he had 17 and 44 the year before and 26 and 61 the year before that. Oh, did he really? Yeah. So you, I'm, I'm happy if you want to revise, that's fine. I locked it in. Okay. Well, thanks for not locking in my 120. Uh, let's go with, I think he's going to get more than Mott. Oh, no, but Mott actually knows how to score. Like, you're going with 10. Yeah. But lots well, of high really? ones. We got some 12s. We got a 21, 15, 19. Coach Rob saying comeback player of the year, 38 points. Wow. Lego's pretty smart. Brandon Sutter. I'll go with 18. I'll go with 18. 18. 
You say yeah. Lego's pretty smart that you almost double his, uh, <laughs> his death. Well, before I saw Here that, I was going to go 28. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still can. Uh, 18, 18. All right. Let's go to another newcomer here. Third line center brought yes. in as a nice uh, defensive option. Jason Dickinson. Yeah, he's been 0.32 points per game over the past three seasons, 15 and 51 last Ooh, the year. Analytics. Yeah, well, like <laughs> the one I don't understand like anything, but I do know how to make a spreadsheet. But what am I putting in the spreadsheet? Who knows? Let's <laughs> say <laughs> for Dickinson, third line. I think I think that once in a while you'll see JT Miller go down the third line center just to give teams a different look. That means Dickinson plays on one of the top two lines as a winger. I think he's going to get a chances. So I'm going to go higher than the lower guys, but not as high as uh, I'll just stop stalling. Uh, give me 35 for him. 35. That's, that's higher than a little higher than I expected. Uh, yeah. I was going to go 30. Okay. Uh, and I felt, I felt like that might be a little high. Uh, we got yeah. uh, some lower ones. We got a 30 from Edmund 25 from coach Rob 20 from John 20. Uh, that was a horrible pick i just realized but that's okay i'm gonna it might to not it. be though i mean you look at his stats right 67 i mean his, the most he's played in a season he played two seasons at 67 and 65 games that 65 games sounds like he didn't play a full season but that was the season that got cut from right COVID. uh so he had 21 and 22 points in those so if you assume oh, he man. plays the full season and maybe has you know uh, a bit of a uh a, a extra good year uh it's not too out of the realm of possibility why did I say 35? I have 26 written down on my thing. No, we'll, we'll keep it 35. You can change it. I will right, give you 26. 26? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. so you can have the number you want. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, Thank you. So I should have been higher in my list, but your third line winger, yes. Neil Toglander. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, oh, did I do Dickinson already? Did yeah, I, no. you did. So I get to go okay, first. You get this one. So this is so funny. On my spreadsheet, I put uh, Huglander Puckles and the, the exact same number of points. I don't care who's playing second or third line. So 40 again. You're going 40? Yeah. I'm going higher than that. Um, nice. Huglander had 27 points in 56 games last year. So about a 40-point pace. Yeah. Uh, but I do think, you know, going from Pearson to Garland might be a nice little bump. Uh, I think he might get a little power play time as well. Uh, I'm going to go with 48 for Niels. Love it. Love it. And a lot of people are agreeing with you. By the way, uh, Noah's asking when's the deadline, I guess, before the season starts. Right? Uh, deadline is 7 p.m. on October 13th. So literally nice. uh, puck drop before the game against the Oilers. However, the, there were two questions earlier about Pedersen and Hughes contract values. If you don't enter before uh... that, you'll get zero on those questions. So uh, a bit of an edge to those of you who are here early. Uh, but there are some like 30 something questions. So missing out on two isn't going to, uh, isn't going to ruin you hopefully. And I think it goes without saying you can only enter once. Yes, uh, <laughs> you do have to, uh, you, you do have to associate your email to it. Um, so you could enter twice, but we'll know most likely. Clay email at Shaw, Clay email at Gmail. Yeah, get them all in. No, yeah, if you enter more than once, uh, it's invalid uh, and okay. you won't win anything. So Good don't true. do that. Uh, there you go. Don't do that. Nice. A nice, nice. uh, couple of other predictions on the Niels Hoaglander train. Uh, Noah with 48, Justin with 53, uh, my boy Jared with 45, uh, Geo going with the 43, Victor on the low end with a 30, yeah. Marcus going high end at 60. So a big range wow. for Niels Hoaglander here. Wow. I like how Geo puts in goals and assists too, not just, uh, he's not specific. just points. He's, he, maybe he's prepping his video. So he's already yeah, he's got ready. all the numbers <laughs> locked in. Uh, let's go to the defensive side for a little bit here. Let's go to Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes had 41 points last year in 56 games, three goals, 38 assists. And he was something like a point a game to the first like 15 games. If I remember correctly, what does he put up this year? I guess yeah, it's over, me, right. Uh, yeah, go for it. So I'm going to say he plays every game because he did last year. So we'll just mm -hmm. run with that. Uh, I don't think he puts up as many points this year. Although now I'm thinking the offense is better. Maybe it's, you know, an opportunity for more points. Um, I'm going to go 63. Oh, I will go high. I have 64, 64. All right. We'll be yeah. close on that one. Lego going 62 assists for 72 points, 70 for Marcus, yeah. uh, a bunch of 60s, 66, 65, 50, uh, lots of, uh, lots of good high numbers in here. People are, people are thinking Quinn Hughes is a bit of a resurgence this year. 
especially you know, offensively. Oh, we missed a golden opportunity. The question should have been, is he going to get more points or more money, right? 64 million, 64 points. Yeah. Wow. But, that that yeah. would have been good. <laughs> our numbers are pretty close to, aren't your numbers the same? Yeah, pretty much. Oh yeah. <laughs> good point. I got to be a little more creative here. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one um, is Oliver Ekman Larson. Oh yeah. So Ekman Larson's history, 24 points in 46 games this last year. But when he was at his peak, which some people are saying he might go back to, he had seasons with 55 in 75, uh, you know, 39 and 79. So he's always been in the 40 to 50 point range, except for these last couple of years. Uh, where do you think Oliver Ekman Larson ends up? I do think he's going to be the second leading scorer of defensemen. I don't think he's going to reach his peak, but I can see him doing what he did three seasons ago, 44 and 81. So I agree with Quacky. I'm going with, and Christopher, 45. 45. I'm going lower than that. Mm -hmm. I'm going 38. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really have a reason for it. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I, I just feel like I, I'm just not that high on Ekman Larson. Oh, uh, Lego also goes 38. Oh, great. I'm going to lose for sure now. He's right. Everyone else, you're all wrong. Edmund, you might be almost right at 30. Uh, we're going we're going low. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'd be ecstatic uh, as long as his defensive game's okay. If he is putting up something like 50 points, that would be excellent. Um, yep. But I'm, uh, I'm hedging my bets a little bit on OEL. That's fair. Uh, another fun new face, Tucker Poolman. How many points does Tucker Poolman put up? He got one point last year, right? In 39 games. So here's some back three NHL seasons, 2017, 2018. He had two points in 24 games. Wow. Then he had 16 points in 57 games in 2019, 20, the shortened season. And then last year, one point in 39 games. So we've seen him get, we've seen him score at like a 22 point pace and at a two point pace. Where do you think Tucker Pullman lands? I think you just read out my roller hockey stats, Parker. Uh, I think <laughs> that, man, uh, I was going to say 13. And then I see like Quacky and Marcus and Lego give them from all four single to six. digits. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm saying 13 points. 13. Coach Rob's saying 30. Uh, I'm going to oh. go with nine. I'm saying okay. he does not break the, the double digit barrier. Oh, poor guy. Um, I, it's such a hard pick, right? Like going from a 20 something point pace to a, a two point pace is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully he can have a bit of a bounce back next yeah. year. Uh, our last point prediction that we're going to make, and this is the young gun Jack Rathbone. Now this one's oh. a little tricky because there is a few, uh, this is going to be one of the harder ones. Does he play a, few nhl games does he play 80 nhl games does he you know secure a spot in the lineup in training camp or do they use him as a waiver exempt option to send back to abbotsford to retain the rights to guys like Oli you levy um i guess i have to lead this one off and i haven't thought yeah. it through yet um jack rathman looked really good in his time last season uh i kind of think he might be sent to abbotsford because of that whole waiver exemption thing unless Yule Levy is so bad at training camp in preseason <laughs> that they waive him anyways so that Rathbone can play. If the Canucks are trying to make the playoffs this year, it's in their best interest for Jack Rathbone to be in the lineup. So I'm going to say he plays 60 games and puts up 19 points will be my prediction for Jack Rathbone. Not bad, not bad. I like that thinking. I have him playing 50 games, as I do think re- whether he starts in the big club or in Abbotsford, I think he's going to play more than he does. He's probably first from- call-up, and he probably leaps over some guys in the press box, too, if there's yep, an just, Yep, and there's going to be, you're right, there's going to be injuries, there's going to be matchups, there's going to be just people clamoring for him. I have him at a higher points per game than you, Parker. Um, so I'm going to say 22 points for Jack. 22 Rathbone. in 50 yeah. is your thought. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, yeah. I like it. Just a few more questions here as we are kind of cutting it on time. So we are going to ask a, uh, a few more questions. Uh, first one, this one's multiple choice. Who oh. plays more games? Oh. Matthew Highmore or Zach McEwen? Oh, I ah, ah, easy. You know what I'm going to say? Highmore. 
You're going with Highmore? I don't think Travis, I don't think Zach McCune is a Travis Green guy. I just don't think so. I'm kind of in the same boat, but I want to be contrarian. Um, well, I don't have to do it because, okay, just before you make your decision, Parker, just your decision to be contrarian may cost you the pool. Just You're right. Saying. And I did say that Zach McEwen was awful last year. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to agree. <laughs> Matthew Highmore is, is my instinctual choice. And everyone <laughs> in the chat is kind of thinking the that was same funny. thing. Uh, there's a couple of players uh, that I didn't ask for point uh, predictions for. Yeah, uh, one of them is Ole Ulevi. How many games will Ole Ulevi play in the NHL this season? Wait, this is one of our questions. This is one of our questions. Okay, how many games will Ulevi play? Oh, honestly, man, even if he makes the team on merit or Rathbone's waiver status, I think he's going to lose a spot pretty quick. So. Uh, I have to go first, right? Okay. Yep. Your levy. 26. 26. I'm going half that. I'm oh. saying your levy plays 13 NHL games and everyone else is a lot higher. Uh, yeah. No, Justin, no, here. not preseason games. No all preseason, regular season. Only. Just regular season. Yeah. Everyone will play preseason games. Uh, yeah. I'm going 13. Uh, Cause right. I don't think, I, I don't think he's in the top six. Um, and Ooh. I, you know, maybe in case of injury, like Jared mentions, but I, uh, I I just don't I just don't see it. You know I I, I see him getting leapfrogged. I, I see him even if he's kept on the main roster just because he's waiver eligible. Yeah. Uh, even if someone gets called up, I think you know if like Rathbone gets called up in his place, I think Rathbone might be in line to play games instead. So you know um, what's really funny, Parker? Um, let's presume that Ekman Larson and Hughes stay healthy, right? So there's only one spot for 82 games left. If I say Rathbone is going to play 50 of them, then I say Ulevi is going to play 20. What did I just say? 26? 32 yeah. ish. Oh, you said 26. But yeah, yeah. Bro, that leaves six games for Brad Hunt, basically, is my point. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Brad Hunt is not one of the questions. Okay. Just make sure. <laughs> uh, then I do have one more NHL games played. And I think if I asked this a month and a half ago, the, the answer might be a little different. But I think this might be. This might be a boring question. How many NHL games does Danny Klimovich play this season? Remember, I made this poll a month ago. Zero. I think he has Zero nine. He can play up to nine on the roster and still maintain the contract, I believe. Is that right? Or is it just one this year? Oh, good question. Because if he can no. play up to nine games before going to the queue. Yeah, I still think it's Zero. I, yeah, I, I think, I think there's zero. enough guys ahead of him. I think it's zero, but if you guys want to make a crazy bet, this is your shot. So, but then Will Will Lockwood got a game at the end of last year. True. Yeah, it could be one of those things where at the end of the season, maybe, uh, yeah. you know, if things aren't going so well, uh, might get a chance. I better learn how to say his name before he plays. <laughs> All right, <laughs> this one's a fun one. Uh, the master of the shift clock. Uh, we have seen. Uh, on Sportsnet broadcasts the last couple of years, Tyler Myers getting stuck out there for a minute, two minutes, three minutes at a time. They bring down a little thing that says Myers shift has been X <laughs> amount of time, and then the Canucks get scored on. Um, Tyler Myers has been one of the highest played players in the Canucks roster. What will his average ice time be to the nearest minute per game? Now, did you look up any stats for this one? Be I honest. haven't yet. But I can. Should should we just so we have a ballpark? I'm. I'll, we'll get his number just from last year. Okay. Because okay? okay. I had it up. Uh, I can. I have the stats from last year up. Tyler Myers, average time on time on ice per game last year was 22 minutes. And that was with Nate Schmidt on the team on his right side as well. So it was Schmidt, Myers, and Hamannick last year. Instead, it's Pool, uh, Pullman, Myers, and Hamannick. He he might he'll play short he'll kill penalties but likely Hughes and Ekman Larson will play ahead of him even Rathbone on the power play mm -hmm. you know twenty two minutes that's about what I was gonna say um, does he go a bit more no I think Pullman oh gosh yeah my initial thought was a bit more uh, yeah. because worse people potentially around him like on the other lines but then yeah. I was thinking well yeah he's not gonna get power play time maybe. Yeah. Um, so I'm going with, I'm going with 21. Okay. I'll say, I'll take the 22. Okay. okay. Sounds good. 
I like uh, that. One. Our last three questions are goaltender related. Oh, good. I have some goaltender stats here. I'm excited. Let's start off with Thatcher Demko. What will Thatcher Demko's save percentage be oh. this season? I'm such an idiot, Parker. So my spreadsheet, I round <laughs> for all the goals, assists, oh, and points. You, the decimal I, points around. Yes, I rounded to no decimal points, right? Oh, so it's one is what he yeah, has Yeah, so, mm. so for goals against, it's three. And for, for, for save percentage, it's one. <laughs> I'll give you the numbers. Uh, last year, Thatcher Demko had a 915 in 35 yeah. games uh, and a 2.85 goals against average, if that helps you. Okay. Uh, so a 915 last year. I'm with Rome. I'm going to go 918. 918. That is very high end. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go smack dab same as last year. I think that I think Demko will be a little better. I think the defense will be a little worse. Okay. I'm going to say 915 as well. Sure. Same question for the backup goaltender, Yaroslav Halak. Now he needs to hit 915 to get his 1.5 million. Uh, no, part of his bonus. I know that. Not not the whole. Some of the bonus is games played. Some of the bonus is hitting 915. Is he going to hit his 915? For Sorry? reference, last year he had yeah. a 905 in 19 games played. Uh, yeah. But a 2.53 goals against average. Mm. But then I think the year before that, he was really good. Yeah, the year before that, he was a 919. Okay. I'm giving him... I'm optimistic, even though it's going to count against our cap the next season. Let's give him the 915. You're going 915? I'm going 913, uh, which I think is optimistic uh, for a guy like Halak, everyone in the chat. Uh, Lego's going 918. <laughs> With less uh, games. That's very. Funny. Less games. That's fine. Uh, Halak 914, 910, yeah. uh, 903, 899 from Coach Rob. So lots of fluctuation here. Lots of chance to make up points. The last question. This is really fun, Parker. Just I just want to say that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's gone good. Yeah. Uh, the last question. And guys, again, if you came in late, you can uh, fill out the form in the description and go along with us. Uh, and you'll be entered to win a prize if you get the most points. Uh, the last question, goaltender related, Mikey DiPietro, how many NHL games does he appear in this season? So not start, appear in. Appear in. Games played. So if there's an injury and he comes in uh, in relief, if there's an injury in a back-to-back and he and he gets a game or two, how many games does DiPietro get? Three. I'm going four. Um, I think that, yeah, I think... Again, it's it's only going to happen if if there's a bad scenario. We have some high numbers. If we got like a 15 from Chris DeMarco, lots of guys going yeah. three, four, six, seven in there. I think it's just going to be there's an injury and a back to back. Then that's kind of uh, or an injury and and you know Halak gets shelled. Let's say uh, he has to come in, uh, but I will go with four. I was at that game a few years ago in February in the snow when we we played against. I think it was San Jose. Yep, and, that went uh, bad. That was rough. Well, I think he didn't know he was going to play until that day. You know, like a few hours. It was ridiculous. And yeah. I remember we couldn't even get the story straight. Like what was wrong with Markstrom or I think it was Markstrom and Miller were the two guys right. at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's um, so I have, I have submitted my response. There are 14 responses. Um, let's do a, let's pick one of the, let's pick a fun question. Let's just look at, uh, at uh, point predictions here. Sure. Um, and the total response is the uh, the mean response or the median response right now is 96 points uh, with four people guessing 96. A uh, few people higher. Most people a little on the lower side. Someone went in with 70. Uh, if you want some uh, some real optimism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we... <laughs> that person who puts 70 points also says the Canucks will make the playoffs because all 14 people said they'll make the playoffs. So hedging their bets perhaps yeah that that's actually smart i don't think that's a math error i think they're gonna get one or the other right potentially <laughs> uh, i'll see if there's any other interesting answers here yeah i can see everyone's uh everyone's answers for points here uh which is great um of course guys there's 14 people entered so far go on submit your entries maybe next week we'll take a look at uh that's awesome know, sort of a summary of what people have said um, what is interesting, I like the Matthew Highmore Zach McEwen debate. Yeah, uh, eight people have gone Zach McEwen, six have gone Matthew Highmore. Uh, what? So there's a little there is a little peak. Can uh, you give me the Garland yeah. one? I'm interested in the Garland one. 
uh, which is total points. Yeah. Uh, most people are in sort of the 50 to low 60s, high 50s, low 60s. Someone said uh, someone said 100. But the other highest was 67. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I was a little bit optimistic with that guy. I'm just looking at my picks. And can you do Petey? You want Pedersons right now? Yeah. Don't worry. I'm not going to make you do all of them. But okay. just uh, um, Man, the contract ones are fun. Someone put in 7.5 million, but they did the whole number, which looks really high. Um, uh, everyone was, basically everyone was in the 80s. Um, a few 78s, three people yeah. said 78, uh, quite a few in the low to mid to high 80s, a couple at 90, one at 93, and one at 50. Maybe injuries, thinking injury yeah. uh, concerns. This is pretty cool. Wow, this is this is great. I'm, I'm so impressed that 14 people filled it out already. Mm -hmm. And it'll be fun to follow along throughout the year. So, you know, if we, you know, we'll check in on some of our points predictions uh, throughout the year, I'll keep track on that spreadsheet as we go. Again, you guys have until a month from today, October 13th, to fill it out on your own. But if you fill it out after the Hughes and Pedersen contracts are signed, you will lose those points for those questions. Uh, so don't uh, don't wait. Go get it done because they might be signed tomorrow. <laughs> now, tonight, we won't have time to take your questions, but I think we had a lot of interaction mm -hmm. as we did the, the prediction game. So thank you. But as we wrap up here and as we do our usual sign-off, we never discussed what parker and my wager is so i'm not saying that we're going to take one of them but if you have any ideas for what maybe our wager should be should one person have to do this or should one person have to do that put it in the chat now again there's no guarantee but parker and i will read these and if there's one that sticks with us and we think it's creative fun and not physically or emotionally uh, harming we will <laughs> probably we will probably consider it so put that in the chat as well as we do our sign off yep clay and i do chat for about 15 minutes after the show while i get the podcast side sorted out so we'll read those as they come in uh and thank you guys very much for listening participating you guys made this a lot more fun than it would have been if it was just us two talking <laughs> totally. uh so yeah make sure you go and put in those submissions lots of you guys were participating participating in the chat some of you on mobile might want to do it afterwards it's at the top of the description and if you're listening on the podcast site it'll be linked in the notes for the show uh so you can uh, you can click on that or find it on twitter or on the canucks after dark youtube or wherever you find us um but anyways clay any parting words for the night yeah no this is this has been great parker thanks for organizing and uh Man, this is wonderful. It's start of season two. We've been doing this for six months now. This is show number 24, right? So exactly six months, basically. Season two, episode one. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. And uh, really, there's only one more show before training camp starts. would be a week from today is the 20th, and then training camp starts on the 23rd. So I'm excited. I hope you are too. I, I think everyone, there's a lot of excitement in the chat today. So that, that's wonderful to see. Yeah, we've got a fun, fun season in store. A full 82 games for the first time in a few years. That is 82 nights of us probably doing some sort of video. That is uh, going to be, you know, another when's how long away is May? Uh, it's what, six months or so. So another sure. 25, 26 Canucks after dark episodes as the season goes on and hopefully more into the playoffs if our predictions are correct. Uh, anyways, it was a lot of fun, guys. Thank you for tagging along with us. Uh, make sure to come back next week. Uh, we're here every Monday at 10 p.m. Pacific time. And if you missed any part of the show, you can rewind back to the beginning or find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. It's mostly those two. Uh, but you can find us there. Make sure you're subscribed. And if you give us a five-star review on Apple, we'll read out your review live on the show. Anyways, that's it for us. And we will see you next week.